0: presents Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, a podcast play. Episode 2, The
1: First of Three Spirits. Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me?
2: I am. The
0: spirit levitated from the ground. It was a strange figure, like a child. It wore a tunic of the purest white, and round its waist was bound a lustrous gold belt, the sheen of which was beautiful. The spirit held a branch of fresh green holly in its hand, yet the strangest thing about it was that from the crown of its head there sprung a bright, clear jet of light. It brought Scrooge to his knees, blinding him.
1: I I still won't believe it. How can this be real? Believe,
2: Ebenezer. Trust. I'm here on your soul's behalf.
1: Who and what are you?
2: I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, your past. To your feet, Ebenezer, I'm here to take you with me. The
0: spirit put out its hand as it spoke and clasped Scrooge gently by the arm. The large window in the bedroom flew open, and swift wind filled the room. It seemed to envelop around Scrooge like a blanket, and with the spirit's guidance, the wind pulled Scrooge toward the window.
1: Please, I'm liable to fall!
2: Trust, Ebenezer. You must trust.
0: Scrooge held tightly onto the spirit. The spirit offered a kind smile, then lifted Scrooge from the floorboards and out the window. They moved in an instant. Before Scrooge knew it, the spirit placed him firmly upon the ground of an open country road. The city had entirely vanished. Scrooge took a moment to find his bearings. He noticed fields on either hand. It was a clear, cold winter day with snow upon the ground.
1: Good heaven! I spent my boyhood in this place.
2: Your lip is quivering. And what is that trickling down your cheek? It's
1: nothing. Nothing.
2: You recollect the way home?
1: Remember it? I could walk it blindfolded.
2: Strange, then, to have neglected it for so many years. Let's continue. They
0: walked along the road, Scrooge recognizing every gate and post and tree. Soon, a little market town appeared in the distance, with its bridge, its church, and winding river. Some shaggy ponies now were seen trotting towards them, with boys upon their backs, who called to other boys in country gigs and carts driven by farmers. All these boys were in great spirits and shouted to each other until the broad fields were so full of merry music that the crisp air laughed to hear it. All
2: things before you are but shadows. They have no consciousness of us. They cannot hear or see us and you cannot touch. They made their way towards the
0: schoolhouse. When the happy students raced out with the afternoon bell, Scrooge knew and named every one of them.
1: Why, that's John Turner and Henry Miller. There's Will Davies and Marjorie Allen.
2: You rejoice beyond all bounds to see them. Your cold eye glistens and your heart leaps up as they go past. Why are you filled with this gladness when you hear them give each other Merry Christmas? What is Merry Christmas to you, Scrooge?
1: Bah, humbug.
2: The school is not quite deserted. A solitary child, neglected by his friends, is left there still.
1: I know
0: They approached the dull red-brick schoolhouse with its little cupola on the roof and its bell hanging in it. Foals clucked and strutted in the nearby stables. They went the ghost and Scrooge across the hall to a door at the back of the house. It opened before them and disclosed a long, bare, melancholy room made bare still by lines of plain deals, forms, and desks. At one of these, a lonely boy was reading near a feeble fire.
1: You've brought me to me? I'm this boy, not even ten years old.
0: The boy Scrooge sat intent to read, as he often spent many Christmases. Your school
2: chums have all run home. Why do you pause?
1: I had no home this year. I had a dormitory. Father demanded success and had little use for me around the house. I was sent to live with the schoolmaster to advance my studies.
0: Without warning, three schoolmates ran into the classroom and surrounded the boy Scrooge.
3: Ebenezer! Ebenezer!
4: Ebenezer! No one wants men home, so he lives at the school. Poor Ebenezer! If you crawled into the broom closet, everyone would forget you. No one would miss you, Ebenezer.
1: Leave me alone!
4: Merry Christmas, Ebenezer!
2: <laughs> Poor child, you could use some comfort.
1: I wish, but it's too late now.
2: What is the matter?
1: Nothing, nothing. There was a boy with a crutch. He passed me by earlier this evening. He had such cheer. I should like to have given him something, that's all.
2: Let's see another Christmas. The ghost smiled thoughtfully
0: and waved its hand. The boy's shadow of Scrooge grew larger, and the room became a little darker and more dirty. The panels shrunk, the windows cracked, fragments of plaster fell out from the ceiling. The boy Scrooge sat in a corner and devoured another book. A shadow approached the lad. It snatched the book from his hands.
4: What have I said about these fantasies? Why do you continue to refuse my guidance? Your heart remains up in the clouds. Tether it to the ground, boy. The world doesn't wait for fools who spend their time with make-believe. There's work to be done, money to be made. Look at me, boy. Look and listen. If you want to make anything of this life, you best stay on the ground.
0: The Shadow abandoned the boy Scrooge, who was left in his corner filled with despair. Suddenly the door opened again, but it was not the schoolmaster. A little girl, much younger than the boy, came darting in, putting her arms about his neck and often kissing him.
3: Dear, dear brother, I have come to bring you home. To bring you home home home. Home, little friend? Yes, yes, dear brother. Home for good and all. Home for ever and ever. Father's so much kinder than he used to be. That home's like heaven He spoke so gently to me one night when I was going to bed that I was not afraid to ask him once more if you might come home. And he said, yes, you should!
1: You did? He did?
3: He did. And he sent me in a coach to bring you. And you're never going to come back here. But first, we're going to be together all the Christmas long and have the merriest time in the world.
1: You did all that for me? You are quite the woman, little fan.
2: Follow me, dear brother. Follow me home.
1: Dear, sweet little fan.
2: Always a delicate creature, whom a breath might have withered, but she had a large heart.
1: So she had. You're right. I will not gainsay it, spirit.
2: She died a mother, correct? She had children?
1: One child.
2: True. Your nephew. Yes. Another Christmas. Let's
0: go. They left the school behind them, and they were now in the busy thoroughfares of a city, where shadowy passengers passed and repassed. It was made plain enough by the dressing of the shops that here, too, it was Christmas time again. But it was evening, and the streets were lighted up. The ghost stopped at a certain warehouse door. Do you know it?
1: Know it? I apprenticed here.
0: They went in. The party was a rollick. At the center of the entertainment, was an old gentleman filled with festive glee. He looked like a Christmas tree in his evergreen trousers and smoking jacket. His vest was stitched with bells and trinkets, each their own Christmas memory. His white Welsh wig completed the look, appearing like snow on the top of the tree. The old man was live and merry, and he commanded the room like a king. After all, it was his party.
5: Come one and come all and welcome to my Christmas jamboree.
1: Why, it's old Fezzerwig. Bless his heart. Fezewig alive and well again.
5: Maestro, music. Something that will move my feet.
0: Old Fezewig stood out and invited old Mrs. Fezewig to dance.
5: Why, Samuel, you're
3: still quite good on your feet.
5: Consider it a Christmas miracle, my
1: dear.
0: Indeed, the party was a Christmas miracle. There were more dances, and there was cake, and there was a great piece of cold roast and there were mince pies and plenty of beer.
5: What must a man do to get a pint of mead this evening?
3: Help himself, and get one for your sparkling wife while you're at it.
5: Come now, Eugenia, you always have
4: something saucy to share. What's on these days? Oh,
3: poppycock, is that all I am to you fine people? Am I only good for a laugh? Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Listen closely, you drunken flat doodles because this is the only one you're getting this evening a young woman got married at Chester her mother she kissed and she blessed her then mother did brag he's a stunning good shag for I had him myself down in Leicester
5: (laughs) do my eyes deceive me or is that Fan Scrooge
0: his eyes in fact did not deceive him for it was little fan no longer little, but instead a formidable young lady.
5: I'm
2: having
3: the most wonderful time, Mr. featherwig Thank you for the invitation.
5: It was my pleasure. Where is that timorous brother of yours? I have got to see him this evening.
3: He's still in your offices. I sent Dick Wilkins to fetch him.
0: Old Scrooge and his spirit guide had been quietly watching the party unfold, but upon Little Fan's news, they turned their attention to the door. On cue, it flew open. Scrooge locked eyes with his younger self, and though he knew no one could see him, for a moment, Scrooge felt exposed. Behind young Scrooge, his pal Dick
4: Wilkins ushered him in. I found this waffle buried in next week's books.
5: Ebenezer, you'll pinch now one more penny this evening, or I'll toss you right into the cold. We're celebrating.
1: I only wanted to get ahead, since you insist on closing the office
5: tomorrow.
0: Before the young man Scrooge could finish, old Fezewick took his face in his hands, and held it carefully.
5: No more. Tonight you'll have a happy Christmas Eve, and tomorrow a very merry Christmas. I want this for you, Ebenezer. The way you toil away in there, it gives me concern. Do this for me, young man. Do this
0: for her. Fezziwig turned young Scrooge's head so that his protege could see the vision across the room, the vision in the rich indigo evening dress. Bow. Belle, in fact, remains the only young woman to ever capture the heart of Ebenezer Scrooge. He found her captivating. She was beautiful with a sweet, kind face, but that had little value to Scrooge. What mesmerized him most were her eyes. They glistened in every kind of light. When Scrooge looked into Belle's eyes, he felt peace. He felt security. He felt purpose. Belle's eyes were home.
1: We can go now, spirit. I've seen enough.
4: Silence. All right, Ebenezer.
1: You can do this.
4: Please, brother. Have faith in yourself.
3: She's waited for
1: you all night. I'm certain to make a complete fool of myself.
4: Rubbish! It's Christmas, so I'll say this once. You're a perfectly fine man, and any woman would be reasonably content with you.
1: Go, brother. What about you two? I'd hate to leave you alone.
3: I'll visit the dessert table. I hope there's a cherry tart.
4: And I might press my luck with one of the Miss Fezziwigs.
0: The Miss Fezziwigs were, in fact, the Mr. and Mrs.'s' daughters. There were five Miss Fezziwigs, to be precise, each one beautiful, nearly identical, and completely inseparable from her sister's. Which one?
4: I'm not sure. I'll start on the left and work my way down the line.
0: Fan and Dick darted off, leaving the young Scrooge to his own devices. After his third false start, he finally crossed to his dear, beloved, Belle. Ebenezer!
1: Belle, you look positively lovely this evening.
4: So do you. Are you having uh, a nice did time? Did you get anything to eat?
1: Uh, I'm actually yes, not uh, hungry. Yes, better now that you're
4: here. Uh, <laughs> would you like to dance, Ebenezer?
1: Please.
0: There was little room on the dance floor, but for a moment, the young Scrooge felt complete privacy with his bell. The old Scrooge and the spirit observed. The way you
2: dance with her, there's magic.
1: There was no greater joy than bell in my arms. May we leave?
4: Shh. there's more. My, the music's wonderful.
1: You're wonderful. Bell, will you marry me? "'I am a man of meager means, "'but I promise I will work day and night "'until you have everything you could possibly want.'
0: A stunned Bell stared blankly at the young Scrooge. Seconds passed like hours. Suddenly Bell took Scrooge by the hands.
4: "'I have everything I could possibly want.'
1: Every day I hold these hands is a holiday.
4: The young man Scrooge and his new
0: fiancé tried to steal a kiss, but they were interrupted by an eager fan and Dick
3: Wilkins. Congratulations! Congratulations. All right, all right, settle down, settle down. Quiet! Oof, I'm feeling right fishy in the gills. It's that time again. Sing along if you know it, and if you don't, well, just shut it
4: the leaves
3: green.
2: come to
3: you
0: The shadows evaporated. The walls fell. The grounds opened. Old Fezziwigs began to fall, just like the empires from before. The spirit built a new room around them. It was dark, save for the low, roaring fire in the fireplace. The young man Scrooge, only one year older, but haggard like the decades took their toll on him, sat by the fire, hunched and brooding. Belle was nearby in the darkness. Scrooge could not see the tears on her face, but he could make the pain in her voice.
4: It matters little to you, very little. Another idol has displaced me, and if it can cheer and comfort you in time to come, as I have tried to do, I have no just cause
1: to grieve. What idol has displaced you? A golden one. This is the even-handed dealing of the world. There is nothing on which it is so hard as poverty, and there is nothing it professes to condemn with such severity as the pursuit of wealth.
4: You fear the world too much. All your other hopes have merged into the hope of being beyond the chance of its sordid reproach. I have seen your nobler aspirations fall off one by one until the master passion, wealth, consumes you. What
1: then? Even if I have grown so much wiser, what then? I am not changed towards you, am I?
4: Our engagement is an old one. It was made when we were both poor and content to be so. You are changed. When it was made, you were another man.
1: I was a boy.
4: Your own feeling tells you that you were not what you are. I am. That which promised happiness when we were one in heart is fraught with misery now that we are two. How often and how keenly I have thought of this, I will not say. It is enough that I have thought of it and can
1: let you go. Let me go? This is madness. Have I ever sought to leave you?
4: In words, no, never. In what, then? In a changed nature, in an altered spirit, in another atmosphere of life, another hope as its great end, in everything that made my love of any worth or value in your sight. If this had never been between us, tell me. Would you seek me out and try to win me now?
1: You think not?
4: I would gladly think otherwise if I could, heaven knows. When I have learned a truth like this, I know how strong and irresistible it must be. But if you were free today, tomorrow, yesterday, can even I believe that you would choose a Dowerless girl? Would you still consider me worth investing? You may. The memory of what is past makes me half hope you will have pain in this. May you be happy in the life you have chosen. She left you.
1: Spirit, show me no more, conduct me home. Why do you delight to torture me?
2: We have one more shadow to see.
0: As every time before, the walls collapsed and replaced themselves. The ceiling opened up and a new floor caught their feet. They were in another scene and place. A room, not very large or handsome, but full of comfort. Near to the winter fire sat a beautiful young girl. So like the last, that Scrooge believed it was the same. Until he saw her. Now a mother with her infant girl in her arms. A shadow joined her, and the shadow became real to reveal a handsome man.
1: Well, I saw an old friend of yours this afternoon.
4: Who was it, darling? Guess. How can I? Don't I know? It could be anyone. Mr. Scrooge?
1: Mr. Scrooge it was. I passed his office window, and I could scarcely help seeing him. His partner lies upon the point of death, I hear,
5: And there, he sat alone. Quite alone in the world, I do believe.
4: Alone? Oh, Ebenezer. Poor friend.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, darling, if I surprised you.
4: Uh, It's no surprise. If this were a surprise, my heart would break. But alas, it does not.
1: Spirit, remove me from this place.
4: I told you these were
2: shadows of the things that have been. They are what they are. Do not blame me.
1: Take me away. I cannot bear it. Haunt me no longer. The
0: spirit's crown became burning high and bright. It washed over the room, over Bell, over the life Scrooge never enjoyed. It nearly blinded Scrooge with no safe space to shield his eyes. The light eliminated every surrendering, so that all that was left was the spirit's face. Its face suddenly changed, and again appeared Bell.
4: Please, Ebenezer, do do not not forget forget me or any of this. Listen, Listen, Ebenezer, you must must listen. listen. You'll You'll find find another another spirit at your bedside when the hour strikes.
2: Now go.
0: go. Ah! Scrooge was in his bed. He felt the sensation that all from before was merely another nightmare. But Scrooge was certain that wasn't the case. He could still hear Fan's sweet voice. He could see old Fezziwig's warm face, and he could still feel Belle's loving touch. Scrooge held himself
4: and cried quietly.
0: Carol is made possible thanks to the support of the Zavarian Administration, President Robert Alisi, Principal Deacon Kevin McCormick, and the endless time and talents of our students and their families. On behalf of everyone involved, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and
1: we'll see you next episode.